Okay, 65, and you're going to start? Super. <laughs> <laughs> Just... Hi, everyone, and welcome to the 65th episode of the Professional Book Nerds podcast presented by Overdrive. This is Jill, and I'm with Adam. How are you doing today, Jill? I'm okay. How are you? Any day we get to talk about books is a good day. That is very true. Yeah. So we have gotten over the last couple of days a bunch of new listeners and subscribers to our podcast. So just in case you're new, we want to give you just a really brief kind of high-level look at what we actually do here. So we do two episodes a week on the Professional Book Nerds podcast most weeks. Uh, one half of those episodes are author interviews that Jill or I, or Jill and I, sit down with authors from giant bestsellers to first-time authors who you might not have heard of just yet, and we introduce you to their content and who they are and who they are as people. Uh, we have a lot of fun. It's a nice way to get people introduced to authors that they might not normally read. And then the other half of the uh, episodes are ones like today, where we bring in some of our uh Co-workers had a brain freeze with that word. Yeah. Uh, some of our coworkers in to talk about uh, the books they like, and so that might be just the books they're reading this week. It might be books from a particular genre. It might be like today books that they like to reread during certain times of the year. And the reason that we do this is because we work for a company called Overdrive, which is a digital library company. And to that end, we have a whole bunch of librarians who work on our staff. Jill is actually one of them. I am indeed. So we. Spent a lot of time every single day in the past and still talking about books to ourselves. And Jill one day had a light bulb go off and was like, hey, Adam, we should start a podcast. <laughs> so we did. And now that's what you're listening to. So is that kind of, that's pretty much. That about sums it up. Yeah. So again, what we're doing today is we brought in. Oh, wait. We oh. should probably actually talk about what Overdrive is. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. <laughs> do you want to do that or do you want me to? You can do it. You're doing right. an excellent job so far. Hey, thank you very much. So Overdrive, we're a digital library company. We work with libraries and schools all around the world to make ebooks and audiobooks and streaming video content available to you on your iPhones, your Android phones, your smartphones, your tablets, your computers, 24-7. So if you've ever seen anyone reading a book on their phone, there's a pretty decent chance that it came from Overdrive. So all you need is a library card to use it. And if you download the Overdrive app or go to your library's website and search for ebooks, there's a pretty good chance you're going to find Overdrive as the option Go in, sign, in, sign up with your library card, and then you can borrow that content, and you can read it anytime and anywhere. Uh, you can borrow it anytime and anywhere, and it returns itself automatically. So no wait lists, no whole, or sorry, no, no uh, lost titles, no fees or anything like that. Everything else works just like a real book, um, but you don't have to forget about taking it back to the library and having to pay a little bit of money. So um, yeah, I think... You will really enjoy it if you are brand new. Obviously, you're listening to the podcast, so I hope that you like it. And if nothing else, you're getting book recommendations from us. So. That's true. As long as you're reading, that's that's the end goal of Overdrive as a company. Pretty much. So what we did today in this podcast that you're here is we brought in a number of our previous podcast guests from our uh, staff here at Overdrive in the offices, and we talked about books that we like to reread. So whether it's something that you like to read during the fall or winter or for whatever reason. Uh, we had a bunch of people come in and discuss theirs. So Jill and I are going to do ours first. I'll let you kick it off with a few that maybe you like to reread. Okay. Yeah, I have a, several. I am I know there are people who don't like rereading books, but I love rereading books. Um, I'm actually really bad about rereading books and then not <laughs> reading new ones. So Amazing. that's sort of a challenge I have. So for myself, it's to read new books. Anyway, um, 
So one of my favorites is Ender's Game by Orson Scott Card. Mm-hmm. I read it in high school as part of a sci-fi literature class, and I always make a point of rereading it every single year. Um, another one. Oh wait, 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 wait. Do you reread just do you read reread Ender's Game or do you do? I just reread Ender's Game. I have read the rest of the Ender's Game series. Mm-hmm. I have not read the Bean series. Um, so I just reread the first book. Gotcha. Ender's Game. Okay, continue. Okay, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so polite around here. <laughs> um, I also like to reread, which you made fun of me for yesterday, uh, Valley of the Dolls by Jacqueline Suzanne. I didn't make fun of you. I was the one on the wrong here. I had never heard of it, and it's very, very well known. So I'm going to let you explain it, but I want there to be the um, just the kind of precursor. I was the one on the wrong here, and I will admit that. it was. A, it's a very popular book. It's like 60 million copies sold, and I had never heard of it. Well, so. at the time, it's uh, so it was, it was published in the 1960s, um, by Jacqueline Suzanne. It is very campy. It is very, it's trash. I'm not even going to sugarcoat it. <laughs> oh, man. It is like trashy, trashy. Um, but it's, I don't even ask me why I love it. I think it's because it's just kind of trashy. Well, and it sold it, 60 million copies. So, there, I mean, other people enjoy it too. I think it, it, came, it came out sort of around that time before the sexual revolution or like kind of on the cusp of it. And mm-hmm. so she talks, she doesn't hold back in it at all with a lot of that stuff. Um, and it was sort of like everybody was reading it. And the thing is, this was obviously before ebook, So everyone knew you were reading it. Like yeah. You couldn't hide it. <laughs> um. It's not like Fifty Shades of Grey where you can just like read it on your ebook and nobody has to know. Yep, that's one of the best. I'm almost certain that's why romance is our most popular genre is people don't have to feel ashamed. And you should never feel ashamed for whatever You should not, ever, no. But for people who may be a little bit shy but they still want to read romance or, you know, like this book, it's nice to have the privacy of no one can really see that, that jacket cover. But yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I was the one on the wrong here. I just wanted to There's like, a very popular book. Yeah. It's the 50th anniversary this year. They came out with a new hardcover book. I did buy it. Obviously. Um, yeah, well, I just want to make sure. I think there's like this misconception that because we work for Overdrive, we don't read paper or physical books. Yeah, that's not true. Couldn't be further from the truth. If you come to our office, there's just so many, every one of our cubes is just yeah. loaded with books. So, yeah, so yeah, we, again, we just want people to be able to read no matter what the, the way that they're doing it. Agreed. Um, do you have some other ones that you enjoy or are those the ones that you had? Um, the other one that I tend to reread, I, I'm a big Margaret Atwood fan and I, I like to reread. The Handmaid's Tale, mm-hmm. and I'm just going to leave it at that. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I will just keep the ball rolling here. We had a bunch of people, and you'll hear them talk a little bit about this, that do love Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. I enjoy rereading the Harry Potter books as well, but for me, it's a little bit different. The books I like to reread, I do it from um, a nostalgia standpoint. Um, I always loved children's books, and especially Dr. Seuss. I, If you listen to previous podcasts, you'll know I love Dr. Seuss. If you see my cube ever in our office, I have Dr. Seuss stuff all over the place. I also have a Muppet. That's beside the point. Um, True story. I have a tattoo on my arm that says, Kid, you'll move mountains from all the places you'll go. I'm a Seussophile. Uh, so is that the official term? It might be. Um, I'm, I'll have to look <laughs> that up. Made that up. Yeah, okay, just, that's fine. Continue. That um, resident Seussophile. I think that's actually my go. title here. Uh so during different times of the year, I will reread certain uh, Dr. Seuss books. So this coming up to you know the holidays, I will always read How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Um, in the spring, I will always read The Lorax at least once. Uh, oh, The Places You'll Go, I'll read 
kind of when people are getting ready to graduate because that's just the cheesy <laughs> generic time to read it. And I'll be like, I remember when I was growing up and becoming yeah. a college student. And then actually I have uh, one, my best friend in college, his favorite Dr. Seuss book was the Butter Battle book. <gasps> yeah, that's so my, good. Well, no, that's not my favorite. It's my second favorite. It's so good. It's um, so good. So I, he actually has a child that is about to be born in a couple of weeks. And so one of the gifts I gave him was a really nice copy of the Butter Battle book. And I reread that recently as well. So of course. I always dive back into Dr. Seuss stuff. And that's just easy. I can pick it up and you, know, you can read it in 10 minutes and you're good to go. Um, I also always read during the holiday time. I, I'm a stickler for a tradition. I love a traditional Christmas. So I read A Christmas Carol uh, every single Christmas season to myself. And I totally do it in front of a fire with a cup of hot cocoa or a much stronger drink depending on how my day is going. <laughs> Um, and then same thing for during uh, the, like Halloween time. I will always read uh, the short story of um, Sleepy Hollow, The Legend of Sleepy Hollow. So mine do tend to be like I miss when I was younger and I miss right. reading these and I always read A Christmas Carol growing up. So um, And then I'll watch A Muppet Christmas Carol, which sure. is very on brand for me. Of course. Um, so yeah, yeah. Um, those are just some of ours. You'll hear people... That will reference a bunch of other books that are really interesting that I think I like getting the different people who have different genre interests telling us what they like to read. Agreed. If you want to get a hold of us, again, if you're a new listener and you're, you're new to the whole situation, or if you're someone who's been listening to, from the very start and you want to send Jill and I a message, if you email feedback at overdrive.com, the two of us read all those. We uh, we respond to all of them if we can. We got some really nice ones over the past couple of weeks from people that Made me a little tear up. They were so mm-hmm. sweet. I really hearing your guys' thoughts on our podcast, our little science project here is really cool. Um, you can also find us on Facebook and Twitter. We have a big Pinterest board as well of all the books we talk about. And if you go to overdrive.com, there's a button that says Explore. You can see different lists that we create all the time. And one of them that gets updated every single week is our professional book nerds reading list. So all the books that we talk about today, you'll be able to find at overdrive.com. You can also find all the books that we talk about today in the information section of this particular podcast that you're listening to. Anything else I missed? No, but I'm going to... Um, I, I think one of the reasons people like to reread books, I know that one of the reasons I like to reread books is because it takes me to sort of a familiar, comfortable place. Mm-hmm. And when the world gets a little scary, it's nice to have those safe, comfortable, familiar place to go back to. So just keep that in mind. I would 100% agree. All right. Well, I hope you all enjoy this episode of the Professional Book Nerds Podcast. Our first guest is Sarah. Hi, Sarah. Hello. How are you doing? I'm well. Good. So tell us what book you like to reread every year. I like to read um, and reread uh, Ring of Endless Light by Madeline Elingle. I think that's how you say Lingle, it. Lingle, yeah. Lingle? <laughs> I didn't know how to say that last yeah, time, I, so I, you're totally like, fine. It's okay. I don't know. <laughs> so tell us about it and why you like to reread it. It's, um, well, it's a young adult title, and I, I think it was one of the first books I got super into when I was younger. I, um, I really liked the, I I wanted to, when I was younger, I wanted to be a marine biologist. And this is, this book is like, like there's a a character that works in a marine center and he like studies starfish and dolphins and all that stuff. So I was like really interested in it partially because of that, but 
but it was an interesting read without that too. And it's just kind of like a coming of age tale. Like the main character, Vicky has a big family and her grandfather is sick and they're gathering at his home on this island to kind of just spend as much time with them as they can before he, you know, gets too bad. And, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like a, it's sad, but it's, it's like a, she's just beginning to grow up and she's learning who she is, but she's also got this, you know, this kind of darkness hanging over her because her grandfather is ill and they do expect him to die. And she's very upset about it, but she's also trying not to be too morbid because she doesn't want him to be sad. Right. (laughs) So it's, I guess it was really like, I just, I really liked it and I loved the characters and then the family and I, you know, everybody, I think, who's ever read about the Austin family from mm-hmm. that, because that author writes about that family a lot, and I think anybody who's ever read them probably has, at one point, wanted to be in that family. <laughs> They're just a very interesting people. So I was just always obsessed with it when I was younger, and it's just still one of my favorites. I still go back to it. It's never boring. I just want to say I also wanted to be a marine biologist when I was a little kid yes. um, before I realized all the science that goes into it, which I was horrible at in school, unfortunately. But I actually, um, when we went on a vacation as a family one year, every one of the kids got a small little amount of money that you could spend however you wanted to. And I found out that they had a cove where you could swim with dolphins. Oh, wow. So I spent all of my money as a <laughs> six-year-old swimming with a dolphin. And to this point, 24 years later, is still one of the like peak moments of my life. So right there with you. I would have done the same thing. In yeah. fact, I'm I'm taking a cruise next spring, and that's one of the excursions I picked. Was, yes, I want yeah. to swim with yeah. the dolphin. That's money well spent. Yes. So, Sounds right. good. Well, thank all you right. very much, thank Sarah. Thank you. Thank you so much. And next up, we have Emma. Emma, welcome back. How are you doing today? Hi, good. How are you? We're well. We're doing good. We're good. So what is the book slash book slash series that you like to reread? So every year around this time when the leaves change and it's chilly, I like to read the Harry Potter series. And I also like to read the Cormoran Strike series. So I reread both of those series again every year about this time um sometimes i'll mix it up and listen to the audio to uh, give myself a break or get more done during the day but i just feel like fall is the perfect time to indulge in some jk rowling whether it's my childhood favorite series or my adult favorite series i love that even though you're reading the same author and different pen name but those are not anywhere similar series no. at all. No. But you still, <laughs> no. fall is J.K. Rowling time is a really good way of putting it. It's, it's like you're having your own little Harry Potter weekends, like on ABC Family. But It is because I feel like those uh, marathons are going away soon. So, you know, keep that, that tradition alive. Reread what? Harry Potter yeah. every fall. Yeah, never mind that I have all the Blu-rays and all the books. I'm still like, no, don't take that away from me. I want my Harry Potter weekends. Right. I'm never going to actively make my own Harry Potter weekend, so it's nice when ABC Family does it for me. Exactly, but you just, in my opinion, you cannot get enough. I reread these series at least once a year, always go back to them. Um, well, I mean, at least the last several years that the Robert Galbraith titles have been out, but it also helps keep my uh, excitement at bay as I wait for the next installment that will hopefully come out soon. Last question, do you have a favorite of the Harry Potter series? I do. My favorite is uh, Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. Very nice. Good choice. choice. Best book. Thank you very much, Emma. Thanks, Emma. Thank you. 
And next up, we have Kristen. Hi, Kristen. Hello. Hello. How's you always that? sound so happy. I'm usually pretty happy. That's you true. are. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um. So what book do you like to reread every year? Um. So when I was in second grade, I think it is, I had this teacher who read our class Little Witch by, I think it's Elizabeth Bennett, something like that. And it's, it was probably printed for the first time in like the 50s or 60s. And then it's this adorable story about this little girl who lives, she's a little witch. Um, and her mom is this this evil witch who goes out at night and, you know, like attacks town children and puts kittens in trees or, you know, whatever it is that bad witches do. That's probably exactly what bad witches do. Exactly what oh, they do. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and so, she, but she's a good witch. She wants to be good. And so she's trying to like mix all these formulas to find different fairies <laughs> who are going to tell her like where her mother is, her real mother. Um, I don't think I gave anything away there. Anyway, it is an adorable story. It's super short. It's a chapter book, but it's one of the really yeah easy ones for kids. And it's just perfect for Halloween time. So I love it. And I try and reread it every year once uh, the fall leaves start changing colors. Did I miss you give, does the Little Witch have a name? I, I imagine having a fun name. I didn't mean to put you on the she spot. She does have a name. But I'm the worst. I can't remember. <laughs> no, you're not the worst. You. It is probably something really adorable. Mm, like... Unless it's not, and then I'm going to be super disappointed when I go back to my desk and look it up. Uh... <laughs> and I'm like, her name's Beatrice. <laughs> oh, well, hang on. My... That's Beatrice not a bad. A... You're right. Name. I'm sorry. Name. There's literally no sorry. name you could have said there that we wouldn't feel somewhat guilty yeah, about saying a name. No, now I feel bad. I'm sorry, Beatrice. It could be a normal, like a, a very. Beatrice? general name like mine like adam like yeah. adam the little witch what a forgetful little witch <laughs> just like yeah uh, there's adam see i can make that joke because i'm an adam so it's a you safe place are. Yeah. yeah i like so. I'm, we're like sitting here with two computers <laughs> oh God, look and it. nobody is looking it up i'll tell you what I- i'll ask kristen a question in real time <laughs> while you look it up yes do you have any books um, let's see. Do you have any holiday books you like to reread? Anything during the winter that you find yourself Ooh. indulging in? The winter always makes me want to go back to the classics. Mm-hmm. So as much as I would love to say that I have every year I reread these books, I don't because I, I, I feel kind of guilty about rereading books. I know I shouldn't, but mm-hmm. there are just so many books out there. That there I are just, several books out there. There are at least two books out there. <laughs> so, <laughs> so many, many books. So many books. Um, but I, every year I tell myself I'm going to reread Jane Eyre, and I have yet to do that. So this is the year, guys. I'm saying it right here, right now. I am rereading Jane Eyre this year. I've never reread Jane Eyre. Have you, you ever? I read have. Jane I don't. <laughs> We've talked about this in the past, I think. Yeah. My thoughts. What? I just don't. What? Okay. I... Anyway, um, the what book is by Anna Elizabeth Bennett, and I'm. It doesn't put in the description, so I'm not entirely sure. But there's a Minx. Could that Minx? Be... That's her name. Her name is Minx. Yeah. Oh my god! I'm so glad that we looked that up. <laughs> oh, me too. Isn't? Let's go. Oh wait. So his, her name is Minx. It's mm-hmm. like the little cat in Hocus Pocus. His name is Binks. Yeah. Oh Maybe my Maybe there's a connection. There probably isn't. <laughs> but, uh, conspiracy dun, theories. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Oh, okay. book. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thank you, Kristen. Yeah. 
Thanks, guys. And next up, we have Lauren. Lauren, welcome back. How are you doing today? Hi, I'm good. How are you guys? We're good. I'm good. So what is the book that you tend to reread? I tend to reread The Giver by Lois Lowry. Um, ever since I can remember, with the exception of Judy Bloom, um, the minute fourth grade rolled around and I read The Giver, it really kind of got me reinvigorated in reading. And, and it was kind of the book that started it all for me so i like to go back and reread that one that's a good one i love how you said reinvigorated because now i'm imagining like a grouchy little second grade lauren being like i don't like reading anymore i'm I'm tired of judy blue yeah i'm over this and then you read the giver and you're like wait perhaps there are more great books out there so enlightened so enlightened well that's a fantastic choice that's a good choice well thank you very much for joining us lauren yes absolutely all right see ya Next up, we have Andrea. Hi, Andrea. Hi. How are you doing? I'm swell. (laughs) It's good to know. Andrea's being a trooper. She is being a trooper. She has a baby that is due imminently. Well, when does this air? Uh, Well, tomorrow. Tomorrow. We're recording it the day before. Yeah, so so her baby is due today. So Thursday. Thursday. Congratulations. Yay. Yeah, it's not happening. Well, by the time you... <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now. I'll be here tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Stubborn baby. Yeah. I'm oh, sorry. Well. Anywho, what is the book or books that you like to reread? Um, I really like rereading the classics. So I read like Pride and Prejudice, um, Great Gatsby. That's kind of fun because my husband's actually getting into rereading all those classics now. So he's like, hey, you nice. have this, right? I'm oh. like, I do. I like it. I was imagining yeah. you just being like, I like to reread the classics and then leave it there. <laughs> and so we could be like, did you want to narrow it down or just nope. all the classics? Nope, thanks, bye. <laughs> have a good one. I have a baby. So what is it about the classics that you like so much that you reread them? I don't know. I think they're just simpler times. True. And that's kind of nice to think about. Like, no, the world isn't ending. No one's toppling a government. No one's saving the world from evil. It's just straight up, you know, right? misunderstandings. and Yeah, no, that's true. So as a crazy avid reader, because you, I think you might be in a company of avid readers. You might be the most avid of readers here. Um, are you going to read the books that you love reading aloud when baby comes? Like, are you going to? 100%. Okay, good. Because, I, I mean, I think just... Hearing stories as a, I don't have children, so I have no idea that <laughs> it's good, but I think so. Like, I, think read, so. I mean, they always say read to babies, so I can't imagine in their like first few months it doesn't make much of a difference if it's, you know, Sesame Street or Marissa Meyer. Or yeah, I can catch up on my reading and read That's her. True. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. She doesn't that. know. All right. Well, we're going to let you get out of here before you have a baby on the podcast. So thank you so oh, much. That could for, be a first. That would 100% be a first. For yeah. sure. We've done yeah. live podcasts, and so now I've had a baby podcast. No baby podcast. Oh, all right. Well, thank all you, right. Andrea. You're welcome. All right. And next up, we have Jim. Jim, welcome back to the podcast. Thanks, Adam. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Jill, how are you doing? I'm great. We're all in the same room. But, um, any hoozle, what is the book or books that you enjoy rereading? So mine is kind of a cop-out because it's not really a novel. It's a short story That's collection. Okay. That's fine. Uh, it's Cathedral by Raymond Carver. Mm. Uh, he, I am a huge short story guy. I love writing short stories. I love reading short stories. 
And Raymond Carver is probably one of my favorite authors, and he's definitely my favorite short story writer. So it's something that I first read in college as part of a literary fiction class. And I just kind of, every year, I don't really necessarily read the entire thing front to back, but I do pick out like different stories every year, and I try to read at least one like maybe every couple of months or something. So I I've, I've never read any of these. Are there are they thematically connected in any way or does he just kind of write are they varying? Yeah, they're not really thematically connected. I mean, all of his stories are just about people mm-hmm. in everyday life. There's really nothing more to it than that. Sure. Um but you do see kind of like some underlying themes throughout a couple of different stories and I think it's really great, obviously. Um and he's just really good with writing words and just you know making you think that there's more there than just what is on the page Mm. um and every time i read one of his stories i pick up something new every single time and it's just really exciting to pick one up whenever i can so i think i've only ever read one raymond carver story in college okay and it was uh what we talk about when we talk about love yes right yeah so it was good so i should go look up the uh, yeah you should the collection um it's definitely one of my favorite like just collections of stories Mm -hmm. so awesome all right well thank you very much you're welcome Next up, we have Quentin. Hi, Quentin. Hello. So tell us about the book or series that you reread every year. There are a few, okay. so I'll, I'll try to you know keep a succinct list. Uh, most recently, I've been regularly rereading The Dresden Files, which is a huge undertaking because I think they're up to 16. There's so many so of them. Yeah, they're, they're fantastic books, but what happens is he releases a new one, and I'm like, well, I can't just read the one before that. Oh, I can start over. It's a Game of Thrones problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, so I listen to the audiobooks while I'm doing other things, and you know that's one of the things I regularly reread. Um, there are a few series like that. When a new one comes out, I go back and I read the whole thing. Um, but I thought it would be fun to mention a book that most other people wouldn't. Okay. Um, and that's Battlefield Earth. And most people wouldn't for two reasons. One, it was an awful movie. <laughs> it was so bad. So bad. Uh, right? So bad. Um, I mean, it's not even one of those bad movies that you go watch for fun. It's just bad. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and, and L. Ron Hubbard himself was, you know, Scientology kind of, um, no offense <laughs> to Scientologists out there, but, uh, he, he was known for some strange things and a lot of people, you know, get, um, I don't know, scared off by that. Mm-hmm. But Battlefield Earth is just a sci-fi adventure book that's good fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's actually more like two books. Like the first half is one book, the second half is another book and it's, it's, if you can get past the cheesy 50s names, it's 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 actually pretty good. It's pretty well written. It's fun to read. Um, so I figured I'd mention that one, too, because, like I said, most people wouldn't think about it. You mentioned something that I really like, and it's a really good point that we haven't brought up yet. I, so I love audiobooks, but I'm always afraid that when I'm listening to an audiobook, if I'm working, I'm going to miss something or I'm going to stop working. Um, you know, like my mind will wander and I'll be like, oh, man, where was I at? But yeah. For rereading a book, audiobooks is a perfect way to do it because it's just you want to rediscover that story. And if your mind wanders for five, ten minutes, you still know where you're at in the narrative. That's a really good point. It's actually my go-to for rereads. Yeah. I, I, I don't – I will sometimes listen to new books. Like I'm listening to Sleeping Giants. Yeah, Sleeping Giants the, uh, now uh, as a new book. But most of the time I'm rereading stuff when I do audio because of that very reason. I'm 100% stealing that. That's a really, really good idea. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you very much, Quentin. Sure. And next up, we have Christina. Christina, welcome back. Hi. Hi. <laughs> okay, you just like grinned. Yeah. <laughs> I so happy. I that this wasn't visual. Yeah. <laughs> 
How are you doing? Good. So what? I love how quick your answers are. <laughs> like you've never been on here before. Sorry. I'm sorry. Hello. Hi. I'm good. No. What is, what is the, the book or books that you enjoy rereading? Uh, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone every year around the holidays because it makes me really happy. Especially that like first time when he's the boy who lived in the first chapter. I get like yeah. major chills. Yeah. Just the first book, not the whole series. I always say I'm going to read the whole series and then just don't. That's fair. Well, I mean, there's seven of them, and the holidays is only well, a few is a lot. weeks long. Well, my husband and I watch the movies starting on Thanksgiving. We watch, we, like, power through all eight. You do? Yeah, See? Yeah, we've been doing that since 2012. Why are we never hanging out with you guys when you do that? Oh, this is awkward. You're invited. I'm just kidding. Oh, man. <laughs> you invited our whole podcast to your Halloween party, and I'm not invited to your Harry Potter parties? Rude. Sorry, you can come, I guess. Well, I don't want a pity invite. <laughs> no. Then I... Then never mind. I have my own series. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> See, you don't. Okay. The funny thing is, you don't know this, but like just a little bit ago, Emma was in here talking about how she rereads the whole thing, and uh, the ABC Family, right? Like they do the marathon. Yeah. And Adam, was, Adam's like mm-hmm. nobody does their own marathon. Of I literally, I literally just said I was like, yeah, no one. Ever, like I have all the Blu-rays, but we've never played them back to back to back. Oh, it's the best. You get to watch them like age and like real time, like grow up. It's. I mean, you gotta like suffer through the first ones because you're like, oh, they're like eleven; they're not having right. like, real problems yet. And then it gets like really good towards the end. Speaking of the the movies, yeah. I saw an amazing picture on uh, I don't know if it was Reddit or Twitter or somewhere, but it was from Harry Potter: The Goblet of Fire, and it's all of them have like they have crazy long hair, every single one of them, and it's like Harry Potter and the refusal to get a haircut or something. It's like all of them have this ridiculous hair in that one. That but is true. He did have kind of shaggy All hair of them did, Ron. That was the, that was the scene. That was like, remember when that was the the trend for like, I... I do. Boys. I had lots yeah, of more I hair. I had lots of hair. Now I have no hair. But uh, you have some hair. You I have some good. hair. Yeah. Well, some. that's okay. All right. Well, I'm, I somewhat enjoyed having you back on, but you also... Disallowed you can come, come to my Harry Potter party. I don't okay? want. I don't want a pity. No, this isn't. If cool. you bring me snacks, I can maybe see how I feel about it. Christina, thanks for joining us. You're welcome. <laughs> thanks, Christina. Thanks. Bye. And next up, we have Sydney. Hi, Sydney. Hi, Jill. Hi, Hi Adam. Good. Oh, thank you for <laughs> saying you? hi and acknowledging no my existence. I, I appreciate it. Oh, here I am. So tell us about the book or books that you like to reread every year. Sure. So the first one I've been rereading for a number of years. Uh, I don't want to say how many because that gives away the age thing. But um, I've been reading Jane Eyre since high school. I love it. It's such a cozy weirdo love story mystery. Agreed. And uh, who doesn't love to read about like tattered cloaks and horrible oaten cakes? Guess who's never read Jane Eyre? Uh, oh right. <gasps> what? Can continue you know talking. <clears throat> I don't enjoy that time period. I don't enjoy that. I don't enjoy that time period. I don't like anything like Victorian England. Uh, Jill's so like she's so proud of herself right now. Um, no, I don't. I don't like any of that. Like is that Regent? Is that what the Regency? Yeah. Here's what's gonna happen. You're gonna need your phone number, and I'm gonna call you late at night and be like, just start reading. I'm not doing phone. any of this. No, it's completely happening. Oh man. So that's number one. Number two good choice. Thank you. Worst Thanks. audiobook experience ever. <laughs> I think I'd be a good audiobook reader, narrator. What's your I, other one? Sure, good idea. Um, <laughs> is more recent, of course, and that I always have to give a plug out for my girl Rainbow. I always mm. reread Attachments by Rainbow Rowell because it has the wonderful Kalu Kale, O Tea Kettle, O Autumn 
Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Yeah, so I always reread that because it's comfort food. And I can only read it once a year because I don't want to re- like reread it so often that it no longer is magical for me. That's it. That's good. Those yeah. are good choices. Thank you. Thanks. Well, In fact, I want to go read them right now. Well, I know. Yeah. Despite yeah. insulting me, we were happy you came on. I'm not insulting you. I want to help you. I want to read to you. <laughs> oh, oh, listeners, if only you could see the uh, look on so, Ashley's so... right now. All right. And last up, we have Tiffany. Tiffany, thanks for joining us today. Hi, Adam. How are you doing today? I'm okay. How are you? We're doing good. Jill, how are you doing? I'm good. Just our running joke saying hi to each other. Um, so what is the book or books that you enjoy rereading? I really only reread one book, which is Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. And I assume you do it during Halloween time? Typically, yes. Sometimes during Halloween, sometimes a little later, actually. This year, it's a little later. So, do you remember when you started doing that? Oh, I first read that in high school, and I've probably reread it mm, at least ten times. Wow! Wow! So. Is it was it um was it an assigned read or just like an organically? I want to read Frankenstein kind of. A I think it was a suggested one. Mm-hmm. I didn't take British literature in high school, so it was one of those suggested by a teacher. And is there anything about it in particular, other than the fact that? nostalgia anything like that um actually yeah i think it's a great book for people to read when they want to think about the bigger picture about uh the concept of playing god uh the concept of what people truly are when you look past maybe what's on the outside right um and i really like that it's a frame story so you get different perspectives you have walton you have uh victor frankenstein you have the creature himself and so i think as you unravel the layers uh you you learn a lot about people Every time anyone talks about Frankenstein, I just want to do the young Frankenstein. It's pronounced Frankenstein. Frankenstein. <laughs> Every time. And that's actually how when I read Frankenstein, that's how I pronounce it in my brain. So. I love it. Yeah. Right. Of course you do. Of course I do. I know. All right, Tiffany, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, guys. Readers can sample and borrow the titles mentioned in today's episode from Overdrive.com, and our library friends can add these titles to their collections and marketplace. Hey there! I'm Hannah. And I'm Audrey. We are a sister filmmaking duo. And co-hosts of Sleepover Cinema. Our show where we analyze the films that created the collective unconscious of the girls, gays, and theys of the late 90s and early 2000s. Princess Diaries, The Cheetah Girls, Aquamarine, Cinderella, the one starring Brandy. We haven't stopped thinking about these movies since we first saw them, and we want you to rewatch them and review them with us. Are these movies as bad as critics would have us believe? Do we even care if they are? We are always unpacking that very question on Sleepover Cinema. Check out Sleepover Cinema wherever you get your podcasts or at evergreenpodcasts.com. See you soon.